The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life that keep you from moving forward. The best part is you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven mindset reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman. Welcome, welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and today you find me on the East Bay of San Francisco, I, I have to tell you, it's kind of fun each week, um, especially when I am away, to say, uh, to, to be able to come to you and broadcast and say, hey, I'm out here in the world and, and getting to play in different locations and different venues. And so today finds me in San Francisco, uh, and, um, and I think we're actually going to get a little bit of chilly weather. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to that today. We're going to bridge the conversation about what it is to feel free and have the freedom to live fully expressed. And today as we're talking about that and having the freedom to live fully who we are and step out into our world in that way, um, I challenge you to, to begin to go within yourself and look at what living that full freedom looks like and what that feels like. And um, I, part of my full freedom is being here in San Francisco, and part of my free expression and, and living fully was getting the opportunity to attend the SAGE Summit with the Voice America live events team back in uh, July. And because of that experience, I met and, um, and fell in love with this most amazing woman by the name of Simran Singh. And today she has has honored us with being the guest as we talk about what it is to live free in our life and fully expressed. And I can't think of anyone more appropriate to have this conversation with today as um, Simran Singh. She is actually another host here with us on Voice America, and her radio show is called 1111 Talk Radio. And Simran, what I love is... She's a speaker, she's an author, she's a transformational catalyst and a rebel humanitarian. And to me, what that means is she's out there in the world and she's living, she's living her full expression and who she is and bringing enlightened conversations to us through her special message of, of signs and being able to recognize what the universe is saying to us. And so I want to jump right in and, and bring Simran on because I am so looking forward to this hour of time with you all and, um, and getting to introduce you to and and share with you um, the amazing uh, Simran Singh. So good morning, Simran. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 
true. You know, when you just find when you when you connect with someone in such a way, it's like, oh, that person. It's there's just. I sometimes I call it my soul family. There's there's just a connection that's out there in the world at times, and and I think I think as we are figuring out who we are within life, those people pop up who are also on their same journey, and we get to journey that together. So I'm so grateful to have you here and as a part of my journey. Well, there's a realness when you meet someone like that that's part of your soul family. There's there's something you see in them that mirrors what's in you. There's there's something you hear in them that resonates with your own sound. There's something that you can acknowledge in them that is where you've attained and become in life. And, and these are all steps to greater aliveness. They're all steps to greater remembering of who we really are when we are able to fully embrace and celebrate another person. And so uh, I, I, I totally honor everything that you're putting out on the planet, your amazing book and work, and the life that you're living that is increasingly more and more alive and in service to the planet. Oh, thank you so much for that. Simran, please, sh- let's start by sharing a little bit. Please share a little bit with us about your journey and what finds you here today at 1111 Talk Radio, 1111 Magazine. What what brought you to this, this point in time where you are in your life? I have always been someone that truly delved into personal growth. I wanted to realize who I am in the sense of not this identity, but the all-encompassing creative capacity that I possess because I got from a very early age that we're more than our skin. We're more than the things we can do. We're more than the things that we can attain. And yet what was not in resonance were all of the obstacles and challenges and the difficulties that life kept presenting to me, and they kept increasing. In, in degree and to the point where all of a sudden I kind of threw my hands up in the air and said, there's got to be more. There's got to be some deeper meaning to all of these experiences that are taking place. They can't just be horrible, bad experiences. And from that time, I began having a conversation with the universe, is what I call it, it's what my first book is entitled, and it began with a series of numbers that started showing up repeatedly. And we all have these certain conversations where certain signs and symbols and synchronicities happen on a repeated occasion to try to get that there's a communication happening with us to help us understand that we really are more than the identity that we begin to embody so strongly. You know, it's interesting, and one of the things I think I told you almost immediately when we met is that I've always had certain combinations of numbers that I've seen my entire life, and literally since birth. You know, and I think I shared with you, I was born at 6.13 in the morning, 6 pounds, 13 ounces, 6 month, 13th day. I see 6.13s all the time. I see 3.33s my whole life. And I always knew that there was something there in that communication. I always knew that there was something for me to pay attention to, and I kind of constantly was on a little search to see what is this communication and what's happening. And I'd look through everything. I'd find a book. I would, I, you know, pick up the Bible I, to, to try and find what it was that, that was making that communication. And, and I think, um, like you said, there's, there's things that the universe is trying to communicate to us that maybe we are not or are not paying attention to. Like, what do we, what do, we do with that? What is that? What do we do with that? 
what I first love for people to understand is that we all get it. We all have the conversation because oftentimes people say, well, I don't get anything, but we do. It is how aware are you of what's showing up because it can show up in anything. It can show up in the license plates and the store receipts. It can show up as greeting cards or books or radio songs. It can be lots of different things and numbers. And it's not necessarily what it is. I think the mind wants to know. The mind wants an explanation. The mind wants meaning. Exactly. The the first most significant piece is there is a communication directly to you. And and that is your dialect. That is your specific language with the universe. And, And more specifically, that you are supported. You always have been supported and you will be supported every step of the way with whatever it is that you want to do. It's interesting, whenever those signs show up, I found they typically were when you're at a juncture, when you're at a question, when you're sitting there wondering, can I really do this? You will see a sign. It will be the confirmation to say, follow your heart, follow your gut. The doors will open. You are supported. And so that's the first thing that I'd really like people to understand about the signs and the symbols before they get into their head and really want to go figure out exactly what the meaning is. Well, and I think you're right. The tendency is that we want to have immediate satisfaction of, wait, what's happening here? But I, I think many people, I, I, won't, I won't use the proverbial all, but I will say I think many people have that moment where they want, they want to feel that connection with something external, <clears throat> something external from them. And they say, you know, show me something. Show me a sign. Show me a, an idea. Show me, a, show me something to help me know that I am on this right path. And if you stop and think about it, if you've ever asked yourself that question, then think about how many times you did get something. You did get, and, and it could be whether, whether a number or whether an image or quite literally, I've driven past churches that have some, some quote or something on it and something within that quote is that thing I needed right at that moment. Or, or I've seen bumper stickers or somebody in passing said something to me and it was the answer. And if we, I think if we all stop and think about it, that conversation happens when we ask for it and when we're open to it. And it's the, then that question, are we open to it? That's right. And it's 11-11 right now on the East Coast. Look what you just yeah. said. <laughs> And so that's, you know, that's what it's, it's about. And so when those signs and symbols start coming, what I teach people to do is then to start understanding what they mean, because the mind does want that satisfaction. And then we start to realize that there are many signs and symbols showing up, and they're actually creating a dialogue, a paragraph. They're literally leading and guiding us as to where we need to go more so in the very obstacles and challenges that we have, if we will look at the little details in the challenge rather than what just happened to us, all of a sudden we'll see that those messages are in there as well and that maybe the obstacle or the challenge is not really something bad, but a doorway to something better. And that's a powerful place because I think that kind of goes along with what you talk about when it comes to mindset reset. You know, our minds as human beings, can tend to be naturally negative. And unless we're willing to change the mind, unless we're willing to reset our filters and our lenses that we look through and understand that there really is only good in the world, we can't change directions or change paths or even trust enough to continue going the direction that we're wanting to go. I I like what you said. I want to repeat that that often... There's a doorway to something better, that when we go through a challenge, there's a doorway to something better as we're coming through and as we're, as we're 
stepping out and finding who we are as we're pushing the envelope, as we are going out in our day and, and facing these challenges, there's a doorway to something better. And there's often that discomfort in the growth. There's often that discomfort in the stretching outside of our comfort zone. And when we, when we have that, and when we have that discomfort and we're stretching through, the first words that popped up as you were saying that were the words trust and faith. And I think, I know for me, part of my journey in figuring out trust and faith was looking first at the trust and faith I had within myself. Yes, and initially what happens, though, is we need the external world to bring us the trust and the faith, because that's what we've been taught as children. We've been taught to trust everything outside of us. And so the signs, the symbols, the synchronicities appear outside of us to help us establish that trust, because... If we're really honest with ourselves, most of us don't trust the world. We don't trust ourselves. We don't trust even sometimes what we call that higher power because we sit there and question, why is this happening? That's not really trust. But yet we're grasping. We're reaching for something to establish that foundation of trust. And the signs and the symbols do that to a certain extent because then they start to help us learn the language. And then all of a sudden, we don't need to run to the computer to look up what something means, or we don't need to go buy a book to figure out what does this animal signify. All of a sudden, we can then just close our eyes, take a breath, and we intuit the message that is coming from the sign and the symbol. And that helps us start to trust ourselves, which in Mm. the end is everything. You know, that's, um, that's really amazing. The, the truth is, is as we use it, we, well, as you use it, you use it. <laughs> and as I, I suspect, then as we continue to see those signs and begin to intuit what it is without, like you said, running to a book or running to find meaning and we learn it, we're, we are learning to hear stronger our inner voice. We're learning to hear and understand what we within ourselves are, are telling ourselves and communicating within ourselves. Most definitely. And in that communication with ourselves, we start to take more powerful steps in the world. We start to look at how we're living, how we're being, what we're saying, what our actions are in the world, so that we begin to to line up a little bit more. And through my book, Conversations with the Universe, what I really support people in seeing is that not only are these signs and symbols and synchronicities there outside to support you, and not only will they develop the trust inside of you, But in fact, everything that you have brought to you as a sign, a symbol, a synchronicity, a challenge, or an obstacle is actually you speaking Mm. back to you. So in the end, everything outside of you is you as well. And once you start to get that relationship, then all of a sudden the trust expands. And then it's no longer inner trust. Then it becomes this outward trust of the world again. And that's how we begin co-creating a new world, a new experience, a new way of being. That's how we then understand that we can not only create in the world, but that we are creating to such a capacity to truly allow the divine presence to come through us in, in the most beautiful artistic way. I, I have chills. I that image I I love that was you were saying conversations with the universe and what came to me is conversations with the inner universe and and it comes full circle like you just said you know as we 
as we learn to have this conversation, and and it, then we see that it's really coming from within, and then we see that we're connected with all. And and I think it's a beautiful dance. I, I the the infinity sign pops in my mind. Is this beautiful ebb and flow that just continues between us and with and with the divine, um, and um, it. Uh, it, it, I just got chills. It, the, tell me about um, when we're using this, when we're trying to be open to the signs or to the communication or that inner voice within us, how, how do we begin? Like how, where, where do we start? What's, the, what's often do you see as the catalyst to, to making that conversation begin or the awareness, I should say? I would say the catalyst usually to making the conversation begin, unfortunately, does tend to be a challenge or heartbreak or something that causes us to stop long enough to ask for that sign. And when when we start asking, what we're really doing is asking ourselves to be more aware. We think we're asking outside to show us something, but we're really bringing ourselves to another level of awareness. And we start to discover at least what I try to to illustrate through the book Conversations with the Universe is you're not on a journey. This isn't about an end destination. This isn't about you accomplishing something or creating a six-figure income or a big house or a fleet of cars or traveling the world. It really is about you being the journey. So you're not on a journey. You are the journey. And as you move forward, you're going to discover you're not in the world. You are every piece and part of the world speaking back to you as you. And the more you're in this conversation, not just with the universe, but knowing that the universe is you, you discover a relationship. And that is that infinity that you speak of, because this relationship goes to the internal universe and then back out to this mirror reflection of an outer universe and back into the inner universe. And that constant infinity is what expands and keeps creating. And there is no smallness or bigness in reality because the degree that we will create will take us through a series of what I call the, the void, which encompasses the black hole and the light. And that's eventually where we have to go to truly discover the unknown of ourselves. And, and that's where my journey took me. I... Two things that you just said that I think bear repeating. One, you are the journey. You are, your beingness is the journey. It's not all the external that we see, but it's it's the us that is the journey of life. And then you said, you are a piece of the world that we are so immersed that is who we are as we are here to have that full expression and that experience and we are in that connection and when we when we recognize those things that um that i am the journey and i am connected with the world it's almost at least in my experience feels as if in some ways a weight is taken off my shoulders because then some of the day-to-day things seem to have less importance, um, as well as a whole other door of possibilities becomes open. You know, I like to look at what's, what's our, what's, um, what other perspectives can we take on things, what are the possibilities that are open to us because of that, and then how are we out able to live our passion and our purpose and our expression. 
And and so I think as as we are able to step out and be in this bigger, bolder way, um, or my words, bigger, bolder way, in connection with who we are and how we connect with the world around us, um, I think we can really step into then being open to huge possibilities of what's in front of us. Well, what I love to share with people is that I'm here as an example. I, I really don't have any interest in being a teacher for anyone or a guru for anyone. I live my life experience purely as the example, and to me that's what the world needs now, is, is individuals willing to step up and be the example. And my life as the example led me from the conversations with the universe to that very next step, which was, if everything in the world is really me, if I am the journey, then what am I allowing in this uh, lens of what I thought the world was to have hold of me? What am I conforming to? And that led me to a path of what I saw as enlightenment, the, the real experience as enlightenment, and that had to do with 12 guiding principles of love, courage, and commitment. So Your Journey to Enlightenment ended up being my second book, and it was about releasing the conformity, stepping out of bondage, allowing the inner rebel to really come out. And when I talk about the rebel, this isn't someone that fights, it isn't someone that is trying to save, fix, or heal the world, or be an activist, or trying to say something is wrong. The rebel is a very sacred spiritual term, and the rebel understands that there is nothing to say, fix, or heal, that in fact, if we dove deep into the well of our own creative capacity and allowed ourselves to be so deeply inspired that what unique genius we hold as a piece of the overall universe would then bubble up and be provided to the rest of the universe for the full completion of this divine puzzle. And so, as the rebel, my only job, if it is considered a job, is to truly be the child and to fully dive in to my creative expression, my play, my desires, my dreams, living my own legend to such a degree that I live the act and play as a child. And when I can do that and live life from that sense of innocence, then all of a sudden, you activate even more of the conversations with the universe, more synchronicities and more doors that open. Amazing. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I I want to dive more into the rebel and and what that's like to play from that place of being the child and in pure exploration and that pure place of joy. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Ginsman. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. 
Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and today we're talking about the freedom to live fully expressed. And part of that full expression and being able to live in that freedom is going through the process of that discovery of who we are. And, you know, what we talked about in the first segment is about as we're going through that process, that process or that journey is sort of why we're here in this experience, that the process of knowing ourselves and how we connect with the universe is is a beautiful part of what is is in our, uh, my term, sort of our evolutionary self-discovery. And my, my amazing guest today is um, Simran Singh, and she also has a show on Voice America, and it's called 1111 Talk Radio. And so right before we broke to commercial, we were talking about the rebel and the rebel within, and, and that the rebel is really a part of being in that playful child, finding that place within us that is that creator and, and how we are able to, to lead from that place. So, Simran, share a little more about the rebel and how that connects and and let's let's take a step in that direction. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's the child. You know, the child wants to fully immerse itself in the unknown and the unknown means living basically spontaneously, living by means of improv, taking every single moment as it comes and diving fully into that play. And we are so used to, especially in west the western world, we're so used to planning we're so used to structure. We're so used to following everything by the book. We've been taught so much dogma and literally been brainwashed by society and by the generations before us that life is a certain way, and so I'm going to continue to do it the way that it's always been done. The spiritual rebel says, no, there's something else inside of me that wants to birth, and it's unlike anything else on the planet. And that's my genius that I was meant to bring here. And we each have that genius. But to tap into that genius, we have to let ourselves really return to the innocence of the child. And the innocence of the child means our full experience of emotion, of passion, of play, of ecstasy, of tantrums, of allowing experiences to come and go rather than experiences coming and being worn on our back and carried with us where we go. And I, 
when we're talking about, you know, those experiences, allowing them to be what they are and not then it's almost like carrying around all this extra baggage that we really don't need when, when we can take it and embrace it for what it is. Um, that's, that's a huge step within itself of knowing how to let go of things that maybe have been stuck on us, kind of like that chewing gum on the bottom of a shoe that we just can't get off. How, how do we do that? What's, what's, how, do we be, how do we have that conversation? How do we, how do we get unstuck? We learn how to be children again, and most of us have forgotten that. Most of us have forgotten how to play. We've become way too serious. We've become bogged down in our lives. We, we've settled. We've settled for what we think we have to have, or we've made up this idea that if I just do this, then I'll get that, rather than simply diving it into what we really, really want. We've bought into this idea that success has to look a certain way or that I need a certain amount of money to be able to survive or if I don't work this hard, I'll never attain what it is that I really want that fulfills me. And the child doesn't think of any of those things. The child doesn't limit anyone. They don't separate from anyone. If you look at a child and they go out to a playground, they don't pick and choose who they're going to play with. They play with everybody. Right. If you look at a child and they go to a playground, they don't go to the slide and go up and down the slide and then see the merry-go-round and then pick up the slide and put it on their back to go over there and play <laughs> on the merry-go-round. But we do that. We will we go do. have a relationship and then, you know, we'll finish with that relationship, the ups and the downs. And then we'll actually take that relationship, put it on our back, and go to the next relationship where we go around and round and round again with the same stuff because we've got more baggage on our back. And so if we could be the child where we really allowed ourselves to fully feel like a three-year-old does and have the tantrum when we need to have the tantrum, and then all of a sudden allow the next moment to, to take us into a place of awe or laughter rather than clinging to the past moment we would be more presently living in the now. And the more we live in the now, the more we open to the fullness of aliveness and the experiences that we were intended to actually live. What an image. Oh, my God. I Seeing a three-year-old carrying a slide, like that, now that's stuck in my head. I love that. <laughs> I love that. What an image. And, and if you think about this three-year-old, everything they experience is in its pureness. Joy is pure. Rest is pure. Play is pure. It's, it's, it's not through any filter that anyone else has really placed upon them if we allow them to be in that space. And, you know, I often, um, sometimes I'll have that conversation because I, I tend to be, I, I think that I relax. I think I know how to do that. But then sometimes even when I'm relaxing, I'm thinking in my head, I should be this. I should be doing that. I should be doing this. And I've lately really had that conversation about if I'm going to relax and then fully embrace it and really be there. Well, a child knows how to relax. A three-year-old knows all of those things in pureness and really being in that space. So I can only then, as as we're doing that, imagine the creativity that comes when we live unencumbered by the filter of of life that we've placed on it as we've grown up. And the beauty and the irony that we don't realize is we each have the divine spark. We are each the divine walking. And if you look at a child, when they're immersed in their play, they're so immersed, they become exactly what they're playing with. They literally take on the identity of G.I. Joe or Barbie or 
the dinosaur, whatever it is they're playing with. Well, the divine that is within us has completely immersed itself. We have completely become the identity of, of what it is that we embody. You've completely become prudence. I've completely become Simran. But what we really are is the divine playing mm. with the body that, that is known as Simran or the body that's known as prudence. But that's not who we really are. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for me, and, and I share this um, often with my clients, is I know that when I am fully getting to be present with who I am, when I am in that space and fully allowing myself to be in that connection, it's the most amazing, wonderful feeling. Things just make sense. Things become clear. Um, signs, that's when I, I see signs all the time anyway, but that's when they just like go crazy and and things manifest or create like at the drop of a hat literally in seconds um getting to be really in that space and then wanting though that space to you know wanting that space to be more often than not versus not than more often does that make sense yeah wanting to stay in it and that can also be the trap because we've been taught that the place to go is positivity the place to be is happy the place to, to have is joy. But if you look at the child, the child embraces the full bandwidth of emotion. Exactly. And the place that we have to go if we truly want to impact humanity is being willing to also go to the other spectrum that the child goes. And that's the other end of the emotional range, which is the anger and the sadness and the grief and the jealousy. My journey led me to write three books. The third one was Your Journey to Love. And Your Journey to Love really is, to me, the place that opens us up not only to our divinity, but more importantly to our humanity. The part that we turn from is that side of us that doesn't want to feel, that doesn't want to recognize the darkness within us, that has separated from ourselves the the very things that we consider wrong, bad, or wounded. And when we are willing to see that part of ourselves, when we're willing to embrace the hurt, the pain, the anguish, the grief, the sadness, all of the things that were done to us, all of the things that feel what people would call wrong, bad, or negative, only then will we able be able to truly see that in the world. Only then will we truly be able to hold others in the world. It's not that humanity as the world needs saving. It's our own humanity that needs to be embraced and saved. So it's pretty incredible because then it comes full circle. And uh, we're right at a commercial break. And, I, and when we come back, I want to talk about that, about, about as we're taking our journey to love and that shift from divan- divinity to humanity and, and that expression and, and how that impacts us on a global, on a global scale. Um, I want to talk about that when we come back and, and continue to dive into the, the freedom to live fully expressed, um, that inner, then outer, I, it's, it feels like a dance or that, again, I just get that infinity flow between the two. So um, you're listening to Mindset Reset live with Prudence Gensman, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. Today we're talking about the freedom to live fully expressed and joining us is Simran Singh and her show uh, here on Voice America is the 1111 Talk Radio and right before the break we were talking about when we, um, she was sharing about her book, Your Journey to Love and stepping from divinity into our, back into our humanity, that connection and part of what it brings up as, as we were talking for me is that, you know, you were sharing right before break, the world isn't always about the positives. I mean, there are the positives out there that we're looking for, that we're striving for, and to really be in touch with who we are, there's also knowing that the, the things that are uncomfortable, the things that the things that draw our energy in a negative way, the things that um, the sadness and the pain and the anger are all very real and as that inner child the inner child experiences all of those things even as very real one of the things that I really appreciate and as we're talking about this transition from darks and lights and and looking at it in that way or um, some of the work I've done I call it gold and shadow work is that even in our shadow even in the things that are stuck to the bottom of our shoe as we were talking about earlier there are gifts and if I can take a look at what that shadow is or what that, that darker piece is and bring it forward and take a look at it, there's often a gift that I can find there and quite often something then that I can transform that to or help that to then help me move forward in whatever next stage that I'm in on my journey in the world. Talk a little bit more about, about that dark and light for you. Yes, and, and I agree fully with what you say, because there is a gift in every experience that takes place, particularly in the shadow. And with your journey to love, my own experience helped me to understand that it even goes beyond the gift, that if we can really embrace that side of ourselves that we call the shadow or wounded or broken 
or negative or the one that made all of the mistakes, if we can really see it for what it was, what we would discover is the side of ourselves, the half of ourselves, that was willing to go through everything that it did so that we could fully embody and integrate all of our divine power, creative capacity, and intentions as a soul in this lifetime. Wow. That we are actually not just here to see and witness the shadow and give it acceptance, but we are actually here to bridge and marry the shadow. That that literally is the lover and beloved within us that Rumi writes about, that sacred texts write about, that mystics speak of. And the lover and beloved is the two parts of you that have come together to marry and be one. And what we are here to divorce is the idea that we were ever separate. That is wow. mystical divorce. The idea that the identity ever really had meaning when it really was always about the soul in the first place. It was about really understanding to the degree the unconditional love that we held for ourselves to be able to go through this kind of experience and create this kind of novel for ourselves to understand the full bandwidth of emotion, the full bandwidth of experience, and the full bandwidth of our creative capacity. That is the purpose and meaning for why we're here. And when we do that, what ends up happening is we not only master the mental body, which is what a lot of positivity work is about, but we go deeper and we master the emotional body. And when we master the emotional body, all of a sudden there is only peace. And there can only be unconditional love for the other that exists in the world, all others, because we now have tapped into the very well of emotions that those individuals have experienced as well. And that's where true empathy and compassion rest for the rest of humanity on the planet. Yeah, I, I just I see it as an image of a journey. Um, and, and as you, we started, you know, you are you are the journey. We are our evolution is the journey. That it, this is beautiful flow of of beginning to step in, beginning to venture into into who we are, and 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 trusting and taking that doorway into something different. And as we dive deeper into who we are, as as that's pushing through and coming out, and we find that purity within us, that that rebel you said, you know, the inner child that then comes forward and then shows up in this other place of then being able to really honor and hold that sacred space within us of of sort of the yin, the yang, the lover and the loved and 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 in that space. And there's it's this beautiful uh, and then we show up and able to to show up in that way in humanity and share it it, it it's sort of a dip effect that here I, here we go into this inner journey and then come back out. And then as we're out and expressing in the world, that expression becomes, well, I'll say a thing of beauty, but that expression then becomes, I think, permission to others to begin to find that for themselves. Exactly. And if we look at the world, what we're really seeing as the message is back to us is we're, we're seeing genocide, we're seeing famine, we're seeing uh, shooting of, of, of young children, we're seeing uh, killing and slaying and, and global warming, we're seeing all of these things happening in the world, but all of these things are really showing up, number one, to show us those aspects of ourselves, and number two, 
to help us to understand the necessity to go deeply within us, to look at the parts that have been denied and hidden, where we're killing off that side of ourselves, where we're denying and hiding from the very richness of, of beauty that the soul brought to us into this life. A lot of people say, you know, I'm one person, I can't make a difference in this world. What if I told you just your willingness to go inside and be present with your own degree of sadness, grief, anger, pain, is enough to not only shift you, but shift this world. And the degree to which you are willing to dive into that well is the equivalent degree that you're willing to step into your ecstasy, your aliveness, your joy, and your bliss, because they come in equal measure. So if you're settling on one end, you're going to settle on the other. It can't help but balance out in life. Right. So we're going to run out of time really quickly, which it just amazes me. I'm sure you find this on your show, too. You just want to keep talking and dive in, and, and, and then it just it goes so fast. But before I let you go, please, two things. One, how do we reach you? But two, and more, I think more importantly, because of, because of where it takes us when we, when we reach you is, what one thing... Like, what one thing do you think it's important for people to know, no matter where they are in their journey in this process, what one thing do you think is important for people to remember? Most definitely. Uh, people can find me at com. I'm offering a 30 days of awakening that is free. It is an ability for you to remember your innocence. So definitely participate in that. My three books are Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey to Enlightenment, and Your Journey to Love. And they really are the trilogy of the soul and the human experience intertwined. The one thing that I would share with individuals is a mantra and my own signature that I put on everything, and that is in love, of love, with love, and as love. You are in love all of the time. You are with love all of the time. You are of love all of the time. You are simply here to be as love in every second and moment with every person all of the time. I thank you so much, Simran, for your time. And I, I just, I love the work that you're doing. I love how you're out there and sharing it with the world. And I love that, um, that we have connected and that you have been here and, and graced my show and, and my life with, with your beingness. So thank you so much for being a part of, of the show today. One of my early teachers said, if you want to see the end of something, look at the beginning. So I'm back to saying what I said at the beginning. I love you too. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. So, you know, as we're talking about the freedom to live fully expressed, as we're talking about being in that place, because I don't think we can't go through that journey without having to be a little vulnerable, without having to be a little exposed, without having to be clear in who we are. But that's also the joy. That's also the, as 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 we're ripping off a Band-Aid, as we're putting down, I, I just, I'm going to have that image always of, as we're putting down the, the slide off of our back so we can go play joyfully on the merry-go-round. Our joy is seen, our sadness is seen. Even in our sadness, though, it becomes something that we can share and get to know ourselves in a deeper way. And 
and then meeting people who are along and in that same journey or on that same journey, there's there's something that happens with that connection that takes on a whole other meaning. And that's how we can impact, um, as we were saying, and Simran was sharing, that's how we can have a global impact. So, you know, as always, I enjoy to give you a Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge. And the idea really is to give you something to chew on for the rest of the week, to give you something to think about, to challenge yourself, a place to start, a place to to kind of look within and have that discussion. And I think it's probably pretty apropos that we play with the inner child this week. And we look at that, that, that rebel child within who's in the pureness of joy and play and sadness and fear or whatever is showing for you this week. But begin to see what that looks like for you. Have fun with it. Have fun with, with that three-year-old you. Or for you, you might say, well, that was the two-year-old me. Then the two-year-old you. Whatever connects that, um, that energy with you, play with that this week. And then share it with me. I'd love to hear your stories. You can share and reach me at askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Or you can also go to our website, mindsetreset.com, and you can sign up there for our newsletter. You know, each week, I, I feel like in many ways on the show, each week we get to dive deeper and deeper into, into different ways that people are out in the world and living their mindset resets, you know, and living from this fuller expression and, and imparting what that freedom can look like as, as we take it into our day to day. And I am just so grateful for, for my guest, grateful for Simran today that are out there walking the walk and living the example. I'm grateful for you all for sharing your stories and sharing your adventures. Um, I would love to hear from you too if you have any ideas of topics that you would like to hear more about or if you know of a guest that you would love to hear from. And it's it's been an adventure even that within itself of learning and meeting some new incredible people to share with you all. You know, as we as we wrap up for today, and as we're talking about playing from that place of the inner child, and we're talking about that that stepping out fully into who we are in full expression, and knowing that knowing that we are we are exactly in the divine right place at the exactly divine right time. We can be no other way. As as we were talking, we can be no other way because we are a part of that divinity. And so if we can walk in that, then it's trusting and knowing that each step of the way leads us to that grand expression within ourselves and within our world. And with that, I wish for you all an amazing week, an amazing month, an amazing year, an amazing life. And I wish for you all abundant blessings. Until next time. Congratulations on your decision to start living your someday dreams today. Mark your calendar to join Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. Remember, you can embrace the power of your mind to create the dreams of your heart. And it begins right now.